Some films are mediocre Some films aren't good or bad Some films won't win an Oscar Globe, BAFTA, or a SAG You like those flicks? Come get your fix In a podcast called Mixed Bag Kia ora. And welcome to Mixed Bag Where we review the mixed, muddled, meh and metkaina films Film history. <laughs> was that what the yes was? Yes. When you, James, yep. Before just... we started recording, I just want to sort of give some context to everybody. James quickly looked up something on the computer <laughs> with this very determined look and went, Yes! And then immediately closed it and said we weren't allowed to look it's at the, the computer. It's the Water Tribe. Thing. you got to find Oh, that's right. Nice. Uh, I'm James. I'm Cassandra. And I'm 2023, welcoming you into this new <laughs> era of mixed warm embrace. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Matt. I would be okay with. 2023 being being the, the voice of Matt, the vibe of Matt. That would be very chill. That'd be great. Yeah. yeah. If it was a good <laughs> year for year. me. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, I'm turning an age to well, this year. Famously, delaying his own birthday by six months. Because, yeah, we'll see. Uh, <laughs> apparently, there's too much on in January, quote Matt. But uh, but <laughs> I also just. You are, yeah. Are, are turning the big, the big age. Um, yeah. yeah, and I have done it myself. And James is the uh, old, wise, know, elder statesman of the podcast. Methuselah yeah. over here. Yeah. It's actually fine. <laughs> oh, it's fine. Okay, so they say. You, you look at the void and you're like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving on to lighter pastures. Like, yeah, m- Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. Yes. yes. The last time you listened to us, it was Boxing Day, or just after Christmas. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, you waited. You got you saw that little mixed bag notification come up, and yeah, you're like, oh, exactly. the holidays That's wouldn't be complete for. without. I haven't my looked at the, the listens, but you know, hopefully we were already, uh, <laughs> someone listened to it. A little treat uh, for um, you during your Christmas break. Yeah, uh, but no, we've had a little bit of a little bit of time off. Uh, some yeah. of us more relaxing than others. Yeah, uh, for sure. I have yeah been just in, I'm in, currently in recovery from the great COVID. Uh, experience. I don't, I don't know about. I, I would. Um, I'm not. I'm not pro COVID. I'm yeah, still well, recovering from the Polar Express. Famously, so. the, yeah, the, the first <laughs> member of the Mixed Bag Podcast to get COVID, which is quite, you know, yeah, astounding. Well, quite remarkable. Quite yeah. remarkable. Yeah. Well, that the two know. of you have managed to hold out so far. Now yeah. it's a competition. I know. <laughs> I know. It's like who can be the holdout? Who's the who's yeah, the sole yeah. survivor? Yeah. Oh, speaking <laughs> of, we can talk about that. We in... will. Pop 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 corner. Yeah, quickly. Um, last time we wow. talked about Survivor. We and then all have we, some thoughts. Yeah, we were. Hadn't, hadn't dropped at that point. No, no, we were like, but we were like, surely this person is the winner. That person was not the winner. No. And I had a feeling the winner was the winner. And we were like, no. Like, surely not. No. Not surely the, not. Not the person we want the least. No. But unfortunately, yes, yeah. it was the person we wanted the least. And if you haven't watched Survivor, this is all vague to you. But let us rant for a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, look. It's um, it's it's kind of how these seasons are going, right? In terms of like, I don't know. There's been like a backlash towards it in terms of like how you have to be more silent and quiet. Whereas I hear in earlier seasons, it's you can make big well, moves and you're dep- not always. I cut think out. the problem here is like, alpha, I don't know. I don't know. I feel this is hard to talk about without yeah. going into the contestants. 
But um, we'll just say our it. Fav- yeah, so Jesse, Jesse was our favorite. Yeah. Who was incredible social game, great like manipulating, yeah. <laughs> great sort of like all of the sort of surrounding parts of the voting. He's very survivor, good at Survivor. Except yeah. for the, the, the physical parts <laughs> yeah. of Survivor. Was not good at any challenges, Which, never got immunity. Oh, but so you don't have um, to be. You don't have to be. You, you don't have to be to get to Final Four, but, but it's really yeah. hard it helps. when yeah. you have to make fire faster it also than helps someone build else your case, in a big challenge. You know? yeah. And his final thing was he just couldn't make that fire. I think and it, the whole you could see that all the jury were cheering him on they, they all really they wanted were. him to get into the final yeah. they wanted him to win and he had a really good reason for wanting the money as that's well. the thing I think on these yeah. game shows and this is the thing with American game shows where there's so much money at stake compared to you know the BBC style with nothing no money it's that people are on there being like my family need to survive <laughs> like yeah. especially because it's the brutalist capitalist hellscape of America yeah. where it's like my family need this for their medicine but yeah. I it feels would very also squid game. I would also be pissed if I <laughs> I went on Survivor UK and won zero dollars at the end of the, survi- the, the game. The Survivor is that it feels like you need to be doing it for money, otherwise Absolutely, it's not worth yeah. it. Well, it is because some people, some people are rich and come to Survivor to win the game. Sure, yeah. You know, like it is at and this point. I'm like, you should vote those people off. They don't deserve it. Yeah. They don't need yeah, the money. Yeah. Well, Mike White famously went on Survivor. True, yeah, and very true. Just among other famous people who went on Survivor. I mean, was he famous pre-Survivor? He's yeah. more famous now, but yeah. he was definitely... He was doing TV shows. He'd already, right. he'd already returned School of Rock. He was working in the industry. Right. And he'd right. done The Amazing Race beforehand with his father. Oh, He's also queer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we don't like the winner. I think it's just... This cast really revealed themselves at the end. Yeah. <laughs> of what they valued. Because like in any other season, I feel like the winner, Gabler, mm. um, would have been a no-vote finalist. But he credited... Credit to him, he did articulate his game well. I think he articulated well. himself yeah, incredibly yeah. well, yeah, and I do see why they voted for him. Yeah. Um, but there was also some elements of sour grapes. For sure. From some of the <laughs> for sure. Um, but yeah. Oh, well. I think it's that the contestants, everybody else also had their hearts set on Jesse winning and they Absolutely. were like, well, fuck it when they got to the final exactly. three and he wasn't yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> and, and the other finalists, yeah, they just didn't, weren't able to prove that they yeah. were master strategists because yeah. they weren't. They were, they were My not God. leeches. The funniest was Owen's off. speeches, which were just Self-sabotaging like, you know right how, from the I know I'm not the best contestant, but <laughs> no. I still think, and everyone's like, why would you say that? And you're he's like, no. you know, I haven't always been strategic and I'm yeah. not always that good with people, but I <laughs> and you're like, then why would you, why would you preface that? Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Anyways. But an enjoyable season. The new season news. looks incredible. Just from the preview. Just purely the promo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's yeah. some strong characters. Yeah. Yeah. Coming through it's there. fun. It's a brutal start. Like someone falling off a rock right off the, the jump. I was the, like. The fat survivor always seems to tease these things by like, this this year someone dies. <laughs> it's like, if that was the case, we wouldn't be they watching wouldn't it. We it. know. Like, yeah, we would know about it. Yeah. I just remember that one time where the contestant tried to be on and then. Uh, it was the beginning of this season. Was it they this were like, season? Yeah, they were like, you. You have like important medication you need to take. You can't be on survival. Oh, oh yeah, no, that was forty two. That was forty two, yeah. 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 Is it forty two or forty two? Yeah, forty two. Oh, okay. Where they got um eliminated straight away? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was forty two. Because remember Marianne was like wailing yeah, when he left. Right. Oh, so yeah. last, that was last season. Yeah. Um all right, well what else have we been watching? Um well, I'll jump in with yeah. a, a couple little things. So obviously, my uh, imposed downtime has led to a lot of time <laughs> uh, doing some doing some watching of some old comfort watches. 
Um, so I watched a f- couple of movies in in isolation. So I, I rewatched Little Women. Still great. Oh, uh, I watched Little amazing. Women as well. So good. Um, yeah. Rewatched Little Rings Fellowship of the Rings. Still great. <laughs> did not rewatch. Did not rewatch for me. Always good. Um, and then yes, I also finally got round to watching The Leftovers uh, season one, um, which James and Lucas have been on at me to watch for a really long time. Mm. Um, I knew it was one that I was always like, I'm keen to watch this. Well, it's so I, much I, your I, shit, you know. Yeah, I know that I will like this. It's just you know, it's very much. This is a meal TV, you know. This is not a mm. light snack TV. Mm. This is meals. It's not a binge. And so I need to, easier. I need to have some time to eat all the meals of this sure, TV show. Sure, yeah, savor. Um, and it's great. Like, it's, it's really good. Um, James and I now, he's re-watching with me. So it's beginning to season two. Yes. So moving into season two, which is extremely different from season one. It's very mm. clear that season one is based on a book because the characters feel like there's a beautifully finished arc for everybody. Oh, nice. Um, so then the fact that they're then able to do two more seasons, which, um, you know, still feel like really potent and interesting television shows, like a lot of creativity from Damon mm. Lindelof and Tom Perota, who are the the showrunners mm. um and yeah showing the uh the, the fact that they can expand some of the perspectives from the original cast as well like the much more diverse cast in the second and third seasons from the look of it um while still retaining um most of our faves from the previous uh cast yeah but yeah there's some fantastic performances the writing is really good i think the world building is just um really a, a wonderful um for those that don't know the premise of the leftovers uh it's set in a situation where two percent of the world's population just disappear one day. Um, I'd be patted at 2%. <laughs> Dead ass. I mean, I think the fact that you haven't caught COVID yet. Like, yeah, maybe. That yeah. maybe. <laughs> I still haven't seen the leftovers maybe either. Um, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, so it's all about the, the world, um, you know, three years on is the beginning setting for the play, uh, for, the, for the play, for the show. Mm. Uh, and it shows, yeah, how people have been able to cope with or not cope with um, this disappearance and like how the world has changed in response. Um, and yeah, it's a it's a really good ensemble piece. Like I think Damon Lindelof does ensemble so well. That's one of the great things about Lost. Um, and, Do you have a yeah. favorite? Um, my favorite. So I really love Christopher Eccleston's character. Uh, mm. James has heard me say before. Um, so he's called Matt. <laughs> mm, it's a good name. Um, so he is a priest um, who is kind of dealing with the fact that. People have generally lost sort of a lot of faith with traditional religion post this mm-hmm. disappearance. It feels kind of like a lot of people have this assumption that that must be the rapture, and then now they're the leftover people. And he sort of has starts out with this vendetta of basically researching everyone that disappeared and showing that they were bad people to show that it wasn't mm. the rapture. I forgot about that. Um, yeah. <laughs> so that's how sort of where he starts off, and he's got this sort of fanatic kind of um, sort of uh, drivenness. Um, which is so interesting to watch. But also, yeah, he essentially is like a very essentially good person, I think. Like he's trying to help people out constantly. He's always punished for every time he tries to help anybody. Um, but also he will like, you know, help you bury a body, no questions asked. Mm. He's like, <laughs> he's like a, a really like, yeah, it's this kind of, in terms of, it's like a, a neutral good, chaotic good kind of character That's in a cool. really interesting way. Um, and there's a, there's a, I think that the, the third episode of the first season is just like him one day in his life as he sort of struggles to stop his church oh, from getting bought out from under him. And it is like episodes. such a fucking, in a, in a good way, because sometimes this can stress me out, but for one episode it was good, uh, like an uncut gems kind of style. Yeah. Like, uh, it's, it's, it it's was like so one intense. of our touchstones is an uncut gems. Yeah, exactly. Like, Two hours, no oh. thank you. Give me 50 minutes of it. I know, so it was just, the, just the right level of uncut gemsness. Yeah. Um, 
but yeah it's uh and, and i think he just performs him really well even though his accent can be a bit patchy <laughs> yeah. um nice. but yeah but i think generally the whole cast is really strong yeah. like i think Anne dowd Anne is dowd. wonderful mm. um she's you know a close personal friend of mine yeah <laughs> your bestie bestie <laughs> it's such a good role for her like, but yeah so the she's, cult that she's in yeah so she, there's, a, there's a lot of really interesting explorations of cults like plural there are Ugh. a lot of different cults in this world because Honestly. it seems like it's a thing that would spring up in response to something like this happening and so she leads this cult called the guilty remnant um which yeah are, are really mysterious and interesting they don't speak they all smoke cigarettes like chain smoke they're and they just wear white, white and they're just kind of dicks to everybody around them uh and it's great <laughs> oh, so cool. um, but yeah i don't want to say more just if you're a latecomer to the leftovers like me um it's not as bleak as some of the uh the conversation around it I had heard mm. was because sure, people yeah. have been like ah oh, it's a really depressing show well I you've only it... seen one season Cass maybe it does get really dark I don't know <laughs> I don't know first season most I people feel think like it's the, the, the things, oh, people okay, say first gotcha. season is All the right. most bleak one you've got to get through it to get to the the, 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 the more hopeful seasons well, and go. I found that season one wasn't that bad <laughs> like there it's yeah. yeah maybe like now that we've gone through a, a similar maybe post pandemic it's, it's a different yeah. watch you know Station Eleven people are just geared up for like yeah. I can handle the pandemic stuff. I can um, handle the hard stuff. Yeah, anyway, it's, it's great. Wonderfully acted, wonderfully written. Awesome show. Yeah. No, Marco Martindale walked so Anne Dowd could run. <laughs> what yeah. happened to her? Did, did Anne Dowd eat her? Well, like, well we she's actually she saw. Speaking of Margot Martindale, <laughs> yeah. another oh, thing look James at me and just generating, generating segues. segues. Yeah. Uh, James and I watched The Hours. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. It's a small role in. Um, yeah. <laughs> just, just smoking, looking after kids. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so um, I hadn't seen this in ages, and Cass had never, I'd never seen, seen it. it. Yeah. And it came up on a on a fellow movie podcast called This Had Oscar Buzz, and I was like, we should watch this. And yeah. Check it out. Um, check them out as well. They have great Oscar conversation talk. Um, yeah, which is about um, three, women, three women, uh, who are all sad, three sad women. Uh, Meryl <laughs> Streep, uh, Julianne Moore, and Nicole Kidman, um, where she won an Oscar for <laughs> yeah. her news. Heartbreak feels good in a place like this. <laughs> uh, and it's about her, um, uh, the, the writing of Mrs. Dalloway. At, so she plays Virginia Woolf. Yeah, she plays yeah. Virginia Woolf, and then Julianne Moore is reading Virginia Woolf, and then Meryl Streep's character is kind of like Meryl uh, like Mrs. Dalloway. Mrs. Dalloway, rather, is um, is her life, you know, mm. playing out. Um, yeah, it's really cool. Who are favorites? We really loved. I like Tony Collette the best. Tony Collette is so good. good. <laughs> the, She's the, got beautiful subtlety. We also love yeah. the, the I don't the know who he is the husband that plays Leonard Wolf. He's really good as well. Oh, Leonard, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I he has think, that great train scene with yeah. with Nicole. That is Nicole's Oscar scene, the train scene. That's her yeah. scene. But oh my god! Also, I'm watching him in that he scene. Said. He's yeah. like Nicole his and is her sister. Kissing on the mouth. I know. I know. James Crazy. was like, "Is this a thing?" And I was like, "No." Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, is that? No. I, I want to say that this film does Vanessa Bell dirty. Like, she's an artist, like a visual pa- right. artist in her own right. Yeah. And it's very much like she's the figure of like domestic <laughs> normalcy. Yeah. And it's like she was also like. <laughs> yeah. I think of the three, my favorite is Julianne. But like, this is like in her. She also portrayed like. Far from whatever her face is in Far from Heaven, the same year. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So she was in her fifties, housewife year. year. I think it's everybody is very good in it. I I don't like. like, I don't love Marilyn. Meryl is Merrily. Yeah, Meryl is absolutely Meryl, but it's good. But I think it's like. (laughs) That's fine. I think it's well used. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. 
And, and the um, nose is crazy. The yeah. nose is just, it's just, and the Ed thing is Harris that it's a very was, good nose. Like it, it does look oh, like yeah. a part of her face, but it just confuses you because you've got this uncanny valley thing. Of yeah, like, it's Nicole Kidman. You're like, it's all, like, I almost recognize that woman. Where do I know her from? It's kind of how you're looking at her. But it is kind of transformative. You're like, I know that it's Nicole doing it, but she's, she's underplaying it. It's because it's in the middle of the, the face a, as well. It's such it's a like, major mm, part yeah. of it. It changes the geography. <laughs> it's mesmeric. Yeah. That nose. <laughs> Um, uh, and Ed won his Oscar for that, right? He got nominated. Or nominated, right? He still I, hasn't won. Oh fuck! Wow. Yeah. I think he's good. I think, I think it's a more showier kind of role. It is very yeah, show. It is very, very baity. Yeah. 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 And it was interesting that from that period around, like everyone's doing the the gay acting and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, him and Jeff Daniels <laughs> and Meryl, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think Meryl's not really doing. No, that, she's not. She's, no. you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was really nice to have um, to return back to Meryl after we've been away from her for so long. Oh, that's I know. Right. Whenever she did a little thing with her hands, she, well, she is. Like, I was oh, like, oh, Meryl. She is currently in hiatus. Like she's not <laughs> had a film in a few years. Yeah, yeah. like the or the prom. Yeah. Her last one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. she She actually was good in the prom. The yeah. movie was not The movie good. was bad. <laughs> yeah. I don't think she did terrible work. Yeah. It just made me right. hungry. I wanted to see The Post. I want to see a lot of the early ones that I've missed, like Silkwood and Sophie's Choice. She's like, great in those, I yeah. want to go back. and oh, The Bridges of Madison County. I'm like, mm. I, w- I want to do my, my street yeah. time again. So. Put your work in. Yeah, yeah. Put the pedal to the mirror. Exactly. Uh, Especially when, you know, Oscar season's coming up. You know, just as much around watching what is out currently, which we yeah. have some of. It's also about looking back to the past. Um, you got anything else, Cass? Uh, I've got one last thing I'll just talk about, yeah. um, which is the video game Citizen Sleeper, which I Ooh. am close to clocking after starting it yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's not, not a hugely long game. Yeah. Um, it's probably about... 10 hours total to clock so yeah. i did play for a lot yesterday um but yeah so you are uh, it's a um science fiction game where you are a sleeper which is a kind of uh, they call it an emulated consciousness so it's kind of like an implied cloning of someone's mm. memories and sort of uh, brain function with some of that some of the specifics deleted put into an artificial body to go and work on like an offshore planetary system to go and be like a laborer and it sort of implied that people like pay for them to be made so that they can then live a life of luxury while they're okay don't worry darling sleeper or something else. Yeah. um and so you are a sleeper that's escaped from your captivity and has gone to the space station that's in yeah uh kind of a sort of refuge place for lots of other um yeah sort of roaming free agents from around the planet from around the galaxy um and yeah you uh just go about your business of trying to survive on this place and it's um very similar to uh disco elysium inspired i guess rpg Mm. dice space mechanics it feels it's Mm. very like um feels a lot like the functionality you would have in a game like it's very similar to um uh oh what's that one that with a board game that we've got the zombie board game What's it called? Oh, Dead of Winter. Dead of Winter, um, where you've got action dice that you roll at the start of your turn, yeah, and right. then you can use different action mm. dice to yeah, do different things, um, except in a digital format, of, of course. Um, and yeah, the design is really cool. I think the world building's fun. Um, I think in terms of branching narrative, it's 
leaves a lot to be desired. It's kind of just like, uh, you know, all the questions, all the answers you have will always lead to the same thing. Mm, Um, So you don't really get a sense that you've got a huge amount of agency in that sort of sense. But I like the world so much. Like, I really like the design of the planet and, like, the characters that you meet and, like, the different missions that you can do. Um, Yeah, it's uh, not a huge game, but I think it's, yeah, it's a really fun world to be absorbed in Mm. um, and sort of get to learn more and, and, and sort of feel like you're kind of uh yeah growing stronger and like adding to your abilities and like getting mm. like mm. yeah more accustomed to this world as you go through it um so yeah i'd really really uh recommend it nice, nice. well speaking of disco elysium guess what i played did you play wow. over christmas yeah I, pretty oh, cool. much every time i'm with my family the two things i do is just like watch movies obviously mm. but it's probably the only time i get to play video games just cuz it's <laughs> like there's no obligations you're there for like yeah. a long amount of time mm. so i was like yeah let's play it it was on my brother's ps4 right so i was like yes let's play it um it's good i enjoyed it i enjoyed the different okay. choices that you make and all the different abilities and like the different thoughts that you can internalize and <laughs> stuff like that yeah and yeah, I feel like it's got a lot of replay value because you could definitely yeah. play because a lot of Because that's one where like, the, in terms yeah. of branching narrative, it's like everything you make does feel like, oh, this yeah. is like changing stuff massively. For and, sure. Like, yeah. And it's just got lo- lots of layers and like it's beautifully written. And mm. yeah, I really enjoyed it. And I really enjoy the characters. And I love the story. It's just like a crime in a <laughs> noirish world. It's Disco Love Noir, it. Yeah, exa- like, exactly. Obviously, this is a match. So good. <laughs> um, yeah, I wish there was more disco elements in the game. Mm. I thought disco was, like, more code of something. I mean, it, it is, in a way, but, like, I wanted it yeah, to be more Yeah, disco sort of has a different meaning in the game yeah. world than it does for us, I think. But yeah. it was still fun. I really enjoyed it. And I also uh, enjoyed the outfits that you could... Customize. Mm, yes. I did not care about how I looked. I was just like, these give me the best stats. Oh, I yeah. And, oh, which is great because then you're wandering around in the most absolutely <laughs> yeah, exactly. yeah. How did you play us? Did you get the, the talking tie or which one did you do? Oh, I didn't. Your build. Um, I focused on the psyche and um, intelligence ones. Nice. Mm. Yeah. Because yeah. I um, think James started out as like a psyche and i started out as intelligence yeah so that was slightly different mm. um, yeah you i get didn't get the tie that talks because yeah if you start with intelligence then your psyche's real shit <laughs> yeah yeah whereas mine was yeah instinct and psyche and stuff yeah and yeah it leads to some weird choices which you're like no i would not like to do that <laughs> yeah 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 that's oh, a great so game good. yeah it's so beautiful. fast yeah um, and then I'm just going to do a speed round of all, not mm. all the films, but like some of the recent films that I saw, because I saw a lot. Yeah. Um, I saw The Menu, which was fun, you know, like just a dark little comedy mm. um, worth seeing on a Saturday night. Uh, I also saw um, Banshees of Sharon, which uh, was very melancholy, very uh, sad. Oh, it was beautiful. It's yeah. just... I think it's so funny. It's the, yeah, it's same. It's so funny as well. I do love when it turns melancholy. and the people who are like a bit older are like, ah! Yeah. Ah! yeah, people who <laughs> don't know who Martin McDonough is. They have kind yeah. of based oh, purely on the trailer. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 The trailer definitely undersells the level of like, yeah. uh, you know... I don't know. The level of gore. Yeah. <laughs> There's a crick in, like, your part the whole way through because you're just, like, feeling it. Yeah. Like, um, and another the f- another film that, that made me feel a similar way, even more so, I think one of my favorite films of, of 2022 is After Sun, mm. which is just 
I don't know, like memory and sad dads, young yeah. Paul Mescal and his um, daughter who was fucking amazing. Yeah. Um, it was so sad. Yeah, <laughs> it was devastating. Yeah, especially towards the end when you like piece everything together. You kind of have a clue, yeah. but then it all ties in at the end and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> um, very sad. Uh, what else did I see? I saw Glass Onion, which I didn't enjoy as much as you guys, I think. Did you see it in the cinema? No, I saw it on Netflix. The cinema I, ads what, are I feel like that. I feel like yeah. that's yeah. what it is. Because we watched it again it's a real like, with James's so. parents yeah. like, at the batch. And I was like, this is absolutely a star less good than what For, you get on the That's what I figured. Because, like, it's still good. But because it was like, as yeah. soon as it dropped on Netflix, like the disparity between mm. the reactions was like, quite stark and severe yeah. and I definitely fell into the camp where I was like I don't I still like I, I like the central mystery mm. but I didn't love the satire and I didn't love the comedy I think it was a bit too I don't know like I don't know I didn't like the the motif of like shitheads shitballs it just mm. it wasn't for me but um, I still enjoyed I, had, I still had a good time but I definitely enjoyed the first one better and I do think that the cinema experience added a lot to it because the reactions were wildly different yes i mean because at the house like i don't know my parents and i were getting distracted so we'd miss setups and stuff like the um the jeremy renner hot sauce which jeremy renner's in the news oh my god yeah hopefully he's okay oh i didn't know what's Uh, happened to jeremy renner snowplow fell on him oh he had an accident he's on like He's yeah, on stable yeah, condition, but he yeah. was in critical well, for a little bit. That sounds oh, nasty. I hope you come through, Jeremy. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like stuff like the setup with his hot sauce and stuff we missed. So when it happens, mum was like, oh, hot sauce. Oh, yeah. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. which is just such a gangbuster in, uh, uh, in the cinema. It was just like people were riotous yeah. in our screening. Um, yeah, yeah, I feel like it's very so, much, yeah, it rewards like the big group watch but also the focus that a cinema provides and yeah it felt like it was definitely like it was a more fine well i guess i think it was good as opposed to great when we're watching it just with yeah um, yeah it's still 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 very amusing and you know it's still the it's still the same piece of film but it really helps helps you understand why ryan pushed for that so hard and it's really great that they did at least have a week I would say if you are considering watching Glass Onion and you're like, but it's not in the cinema anymore, how can I get the best experience? I would be like getting lots of friends around to do a purposeful group watch. And a big screen probably, yeah. Big screen screen. maybe, but like I think it's more about like the focus and the group Mm. of people that are all there to watch it as opposed to with your family over Christmas where they're going to get bored and fall asleep. (laughs) Um, Which is how I think a lot of people did watch it. (laughs) I do feel like this is kind of that lightning in a bottle because if you've already seen it, Yes, obviously, you know, it's it's diff- yeah. a lot of that, I think the comedy yeah. comes from surprise. Yeah, yeah. Um, and anticipation, yeah. That's yeah. why I think, it, yeah, it, it leaned more into the comedy. Mm. Definitely. Um, whereas, like, because I rewatched Knives Out just before, and I was like, this is still really sharp. I re- yeah. still yeah. really like it. Like, I think it's much stronger in a, from a writing perspective. Yeah. Whereas this feels fluffier. It's, and it's, it's a lot more satire, yeah. 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 I also didn't like the ending. The ending. The girl boss ending. Oh, I don't know. It was pretty, pretty awesome in the. In the I theater. bet it was. I don't know <laughs> if it's girl boss. I, I feel know. like it's only girl boss if. If it, I don't think that, that that's not how I would read. No, it. I no, would, of course. I'm, I'm very like. I felt like it was more like. Do we need to like? If, I felt set piecey to me. Sure. Yeah. Which I think is a yeah. different, a different criticism. Yes. Yeah. Mm. 
Um, Without spoiling. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Um, I saw uh, Amsterdam on, on the plane. It was fine. Um, and I also saw Pinocchio, the, the too, Guillermo yeah. del Toro one. It was good. I liked the um, craft that went into it. I hate Pinocchio. <laughs> I hate that boy. I saw your complaint, and then I started watching the film, and I was like, what is Matt talking about? Then the boy started speaking, and I was He's like, oh, so yeah. annoying. <laughs> but, I don't know. And his actions, I can't. I can't with him. I, oh, I only God. listened to this film because I was in another room doing other stuff while James was watching it, he, and I was like, I don't like this boy. It's a, um, it's a real weird right like he makes also, some crazy wild choices yeah. i did i did walk in halfway through and i was like so the implication here is that going to school is fascist because <laughs> yeah, <I guess> so. <laughs> the fascist is so. like this boy should be in school it's one of those things i mean it's very clear like both the fascism and stromboli are bad. Yeah. Like, yes exactly but if the fascist guy who's clearly bad wants pinocchio to go to school doesn't that then... Yeah, but it's a town ruled by, by fascism at the time. Make him want it, Like, shouldn't the plot... I'm just like, shouldn't the plot have been, like, he needs to go to the military academy, not school, and... He ends up in a military academy. I know, but I if, that was, if that was the plot, <laughs> yeah. then you wouldn't have the fascist being like, you must go to school and be and learn things, sure. and Pinocchio being like, okay, I guess so, but I'm going to choose my own path, not school. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I think it's one of those things where, like, the film probably is really good, but I just hate the main character so much that I don't see it. Like, Paddington. Like, everyone... Famously, you do hate Paddington. (laughs) I just, honestly, watching Pinocchio made me realize I actually really just hate Paddington the bear and not actually the movies. Yeah. Because he he makes me so anxious. (laughs) I, yeah... I don't like him. I, and, I thought like Paddington is Matt's uncut gems. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of the like the ending, the the ending really kind of touched me with you know Glimmer talking yes, about mortality. I, yeah, and... absolutely. I also just love that underworld. Yeah, like, the creature underworld, is so yeah, good. Like we the the yeah the death uh, zone. Um, yeah, I saw that Kate Blanchett was in this. She and was, I was like, the monkey. She, play, she plays the monkey. And yeah. so all, and it's not a talking monkey. This monkey what? just says, <laughs> like, no, it's she a, does get to voice. Get... Oh, no, there's a bit where she does talk. She does, she does do the marionettes. Like, oh yes. Right. Cause the monkey does marionette voices. That's right. I was but half watching. Otherwise she was just doing monkey voices. <laughs> what a queen. Honestly doing Tar like, and yeah. this monkey. Yeah. In the same year. It's called range. Yeah. It's, yeah, she's got the range. She's got the range. Not that we've de- deaded that before, but you know. <laughs> um, and finally, I just for a little TV recommendation, um, I did watch the Spanish uh, queer rom com for oh, Christmas yeah. called Smiley, and I really liked it. Nice. It's just like, I feel like this is what it feels like when people binge watch Emily in Paris. Not that I've ever <laughs> seen it, but it just gives you that like comfortable like sweet um feeling that you're rooting for the main characters mm. to get together which is nice and it's not like it's got different storylines as well um so that you know like filled up my uh quota of christmas rom-com cheer so that's me nice that's what i got up to yeah well i i picked some weird ones uh that were not exactly christmas rom-com cheer uh the one that I was that kind of most burns bright in my mind is Sophia Coppola's The Virgin Suicides. Oh, yeah. Um, because 
weirdly TVNZ Plus, which is my parents' mainstreaming service, had some just bizarre films on there, including oh, sure. this one that I had never seen. That's her first film, and I think like it's real strong. Like it's mm. it's it's a lot stronger than Lost in Translation, even personally for me. Mm. I was like, I haven't is... seen Virgin Suicides. Maybe it, I should watch it. Oh, it's really good. Um, and I, I, in the past, have been critical of Kirsten Dunst, not particularly, but just like... <laughs> I love how you carry this as an albatross. Oh, it's, 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 I feel like you just <laughs> made one... for Kiki yeah, hate. You've just made, like, one comment, probably. Yeah. And I, probably... I know, but the thing is, I was like, I need to go back and, and look through her whole career. And she's amazing in this. She's great, honestly. Like, it's this mystery film that's also a slice of life about, like, this mystery of this one family that had five suicides. And you're oh like, yes, that's right. Yeah, how did this occur? Um, and it's got great performances from everybody. Like James Woods, even though he's a terrible human being, <laughs> yeah. gives a really, really amazing performance. Like uh, Kathleen uh, uh, Keener, um, or is it Turner? Who's that? No. Wait, who is Kathleen? You? Who's from um, uh, *Romancing the Stone*? Kathleen Turner. Turner. Kathleen Turner plays the mum. Yeah. And then there's a really great role from Josh Hart. Harnett? Harshnett? Yeah. Harnett? Harnett. Harnett. There you yeah. go. Um, who I haven't seen a lot of. Josh Harshnett, though. Um, but he, his character's name, I just got to look it up because it is wild. He is playing like the hot boy that um, everybody... <laughs> who else would he play? Yeah, exactly. I was like, well, it's hard to know when they're young. Like, oh, what does their face look like? And I was like, where's Josh? Where's Josh? And then he turns up and you're like, oh, okay. No, he, he looks like himself. He plays a character called Trip Fontaine. Oh, yes. <laughs> and yeah. Yeah, he's a real hottie. And yeah, I just love... It's the similar thing of, like, Picnic at Hanging Rock, where, like, films oh, just yes. have this, ethereal. like... Ethereal. Ethereal, like, slight that's, mystery that's, to them. That's Sofia Coppola core, is ethereal, kind mm. of, like... Yeah. You know. Floaty. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it made me want to check out, like, The Beguiled. Yeah, the, got... do the original The Beguiled. Because yeah. the, sec- the, the one she did was doesn't compare to me anyway yeah I, i'm gonna see them both because the yeah. remake has has colin farrell my boy and nicole and he's very Kristen good in that. Yeah, and, yeah yeah um but yeah it was a real delight and especially seeing a film that like the needle drops are so strong and it just has such kind of confidence so i'm gonna be going through and checking out the rest yeah. of the filmography which i just want to say now that you said directorial debuts I really want to see what Charlotte Wells does next because After Sun just blew me away. Oh yeah, the the way she directed the fuck it's out of that so film, so confident, so good. You're just Anyways, like, hello, mic drop. <laughs> Carry on. Um, yeah, one of some of my other watches have been. I just jumped them down so I don't forget. Oh, I saw Matilda the musical. Oh yes, we um, did. We saw this. Uh, you know sinking in at the same time so you had some distanced a distanced watch yeah nice Um, i didn't see it yeah we're (laughs) fans of the musical i think yeah um you think yeah well no like james hasn't seen the musical oh sure but you like the music i like the music to mention songs really i like that i think yeah of the musical i like the i like the score and Mm. the songs but i don't love the book of the musical um and then yeah i feel like this it was a you know this is this has got all of the songs and I think they generally hold up pretty well like they yeah. come through in this movie but there are some additional kind of adaptational choices that I didn't love yeah how they have they've staged the songs I think there's a real 
we talked a lot about the, how the songs have a real nice intimacy to them and I think particularly some of the the quieter moments in the yeah. score um that are yeah a little bit less showy and flashy and a little bit more simplicity and using the the power of performance yeah in the film they decide to go the other way and like there's these big surging kind of trying to show you the full spectacle of the world and a really shiny like glossy kind of look to it which it feels like they're kind of throwing a lot at weird. you yeah um and a lot of unnecessary stuff like the, there's a finale moment in the finale with all of us like cgi chains that just felt totally unnecessary it's like a giraffe like why is there a giraffe here? yeah the giraffe is final sequence <laughs> um, um yeah yeah but the kids dancing to the music is really really strong and i think i'm kind of mixed on emma thompson's performance as trench oh that's right because yeah. it is commanding but i also don't know if she should be doing it i don't know like i feel like the fat suit stuff on her felt less problematic than the fat suit on the bruce boy i'm um, not sure if the bruce boy has a fat suit or not I he does oh absolutely <laughs> he looks like he's got a pillow shoved up and his arms and legs are i try skinny. to I'm gonna yeah. look like, this up. i've tried look to see the picture boy. of the the boy yeah i like, think it's he been, definitely it, there's been a lot of conversation online about it because it's such an un, un, a non-convincing one it's, yeah. and it's just really and it's like you, you haven't cast a star for this boy you could get a yeah. little chubby boy to play the, the yeah, little exactly. chubby boy and it just highlighted how much the 90s version did get stuff right like bruce and um pam uh ferris uh playing trunchbull like were you know larger uh people playing those roles i think there is some um general adaptational stuff with this which i feel like it's more faithful to the book than the 90s adaptation is right but that's often to its detriment like yeah. i think both the book and the musical have this thing where they forget that Matilda has psychic powers mm. until like they get to the end and they're like, oh, and she's also psychic. Yeah. And it doesn't come into the main set pieces a lot. Like there, it doesn't really, mm. it's not intertwined with the rest of the story for a long time. Um, yeah. And it feels like this movie, they, they tried a little bit harder to be like, oh, let's, let's show some, um, you know, of her developing her telekinesis. Yeah. But more so than the musical does or the book does. But it still feels like a little bit of a last minute, like, oh, yes, well, also she's psychic. Mm. Whereas I think the thing the 90s movie does really well is it incorporates mm. that into the whole story. Yeah. Um, and it includes it in lots of these other different elements throughout, like the bit with the, when she makes the television explode when she's mad at her dad. That's and right. like when the girl with the pigtails gets thrown around and she makes her mm. fly off. Like those are all innovations of the yeah. 90s Dan DeVito God. version. Basically, he nailed it so hard that it's yeah. so hard to... The nineties movie is so good. It's so good. It's yeah. so good. Um, and I think, yeah, I love the score of the musical, but I think that it's faith where it's more faithful to the book. I think is sometimes to its detriment because mm. I don't know if the yeah, yeah there, there are some elements of the book that don't work quite as well for me. Hmm. Um. <laughs> I think it, like it feels very mixed bag territory. It may be a future one. I don't know. Yeah. You, just, can, you just watched it. Just I know. <laughs> I like I, if I can dredge up the effort, but yeah, um, it's it's fine. Like I, I watched it, I was like. I didn't really enjoy that, but it is passable. It's there. You watched it. It's fine. It's one of the movies you'll see in your life. Yes, exactly. Tick it off. Log that on Letterboxd. Yeah, and talking of logging things on Letterboxd, I logged this one on Goodreads. My first book of uh, 2023 is The Appeal, which, while Cass was playing Citizen Sleeper yesterday, pretty much clocking it, I finished this whole book. James clocked the book. I clocked that damn (laughs) book, um, which I never do read stuff all the way through in like one sitting um and so the appeal was recommended by jim fishwick in their kind of roundup of 2022 and it is a whodunit uh, made up entirely of emails 
and text Ooh, messages. Oh, that sounds cool. And so you're passing it, and it's set in the UK in a uh, an amateur theatre um, society, and there's these new arrivals, and it is just so juicy. Like I I'm so this so is much like so many things that I like. Mm, about well, yeah. Same, yeah. Um, and so I've jo- I'm on the wait list to borrow the book. James yeah, managed to I borrow see. it immediately, nice. but I have to have it on hold with Got the library on the app. Yeah. So this is by Janice Hallett, and apparently. She does this approach for her other books as well. Um, so there's a one called called the the Twyford uh, Code, um, which is entirely through uh, voice recordings. I don't know how she does it. And there's another one that's from like um, audio drama, uh, a, a like a, a from a box like possessions or something like that. I'm not sure how she does it, but she it's a recurring kind of thing in her works. And judging by how much I enjoyed the appeal, like I will definitely be checking out more of her stuff. Um, so yeah, best going in knowing just that. Just that premise, and then discovering, trying to figure out who who did it. Um, but yeah, definitely highly recommended. And ha- they have a lot of fun of that kind of the Amdram uh, world as well. And the other book that I wanted to recommend that I read over the holidays okay, was Reader. Reader, Citizen yes, Reader is uh, she's Citizen a- Kane. <laughs> <laughs> she's a killer by uh kirsten uh mcdougall um who's a, obsessed with kirsten's yeah uh who's a new zealand writer that um it's a book that i've been meaning to read for a long long time uh and it was great another very fast voracious kind of read it is about um a world set in new zealand um uh, slightly in the future, but not by much. Like there is now a climate emergency, and there's these people called wealth wealth thuggies, wealth wealth like refugees, but wealthy, mm. um, coming into New Zealand because the rest of the world, a lot of the world, is now in crisis, and they are kind of looking to New Zealand as a safe harbour, which is already kind of happening in our world. And so that's kind of the backdrop, and it focuses on this very like cryptic apathetic slightly unreliable narrator who you don't know how reliable or trustworthy they are um and they're really really fascinating and you dig into their weird relationship with their mother and and um the people that they meet along the way i won't say much more than that but it's good fun too and um kind of an eco thriller drama Mm. also slice of life stuff so Mm. yeah good shit um (laughs) And that's it from me. And talking of Holy eco shit. thrillers, yeah, yeah, ah. talking of the the woods are burning. Um, we welcome the way of water. Feature presentation. So we decided to put this on uh, as our beginning of twenty twenty three. Because episode. if you've been um, an avid listener, yes. of mixed bag, we covered the two thousand nine. You know, some people say not a cultural footprint, but you know, actually, we, honestly, surprisingly, people love yeah. Avatar now. So People this are back our, into Avatar. Our 12th episode, we did this two years ago. Holy shit. Wow. Our 12th episode was two years ago? That yeah. seems well, like... That's crazy. We're nearing 100. Yeah, we're getting up there. I feel like we've done a lot of episodes in a short amount of time. Anyway. <laughs> um, we may have done a few over the pandemic, but yeah, then we also did a small well, we hiatus. Anyway, yeah. like, it's all evened out. Time is a construct. Yes. Plus also we fucked up episode 69 that time and we got out of order. Yeah, well, <laughs> maybe, you know one or two. 
Yeah. Maybe we sort that out before we decide what the 100th episode yeah, is. Yeah, we could do some we'll like bonus, bonus <laughs> yeah. and to addendum. sort of get it back up. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, so he finally made a sequel after many, many years. I know. James and this Cameron's... is our sequel to that yeah. episode. Avatar The Way of Water. Mm. Yeah. And it took us a long time because that was a big roundup. We haven't recorded in like a few <laughs> weeks. Yes, either. so this is yeah. uh, going to be a little bit of a memory exercise for the yeah, three of us because of we did all watch... Avatar The Way of Water. When did you see it? We saw it... I saw it after Christmas. So, okay. like, maybe, okay, like, so the 30th best. Yeah. I saw it. I headed up with my birthday. James was champing at the bit to go and see yeah. Avatar well, I'm too. curious. You know, I wanted so to... We saw he a... wanted to see it. Yeah. He sees it. I see you. And so he saw you, Avatar 2, very early. Both of us did. And so yeah. it's been s- several weeks. Yeah. Um, Honestly, this film... I feel like no one wanted to see it. And then people were like, let's go see Avatar 2. And it had like pretty good reviews initially. Yeah. 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 I mean, never get bet against James Cameron because everyone was like, no, you know, he's had so many instances where people like, really, a movie about Titanic? Really? Aliens? You're going to do the sequel to Alien? Um, Yeah. And it always turns out really, really well for him. Mm. Um, I guess it's worth saying quickly, there's probably maybe people listening that have worked on this, like... Like we don't, we're not gonna drag any of the. Um, no, you guys all did phenomenal. Like, yeah, you've made. We're gonna talk about. Hey, the... everybody that worked on the special effects and. We're the gonna extras. talk about. You all spe- did great jobs. We're gonna talk <laughs> about the visual effects in a bit. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? Listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> um, um. Yeah. So without further, oh, any history with this? I guess. I mean, we, <laughs> we discussed. Saw we saw Avatar. Avatar. You know, yeah. go back to our Avatar episode if you want exactly. our history. Absolutely. Yeah. Did we all see in three D? Yes. yes. Did you guys see an IMAX? No. I did not. Did you see I know, but I wish I did. Did I... you do, you saw the frame rate one though? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's like the yes. one he wants to front of Okay, see. cool. We did. Um well, without further ado, is it cast or It's my turn to mm. do movie in a minute for this one. And again, several weeks have elapsed. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so this we'll see how we go. I promise no character names. This is like a three hour movie in a minute. Yeah. Yeah. Let's see how we go. Three, two, one, go. It's the end of Avatar 1, and then through a voiceover, Jake Sully, who, as we all know, is a human that's now an Avatar version guy that lives among the Navi, and is now the chief of the Navi, t- talks about the next 15 years and how he now has four children, one of whom is an adopted daughter of uh, Sigourney Weaver's character that had gave birth in a tank somehow when she was passed out. Uh, and then there's also a little boy that uh, wants to live amongst the Navi, but he's actually a human, and he was the son of the bad guy from the last film. Also, that bad guy's back, and he's now... <laughs> become an avatar and he and his crew are there in their new avatar bodies because his real body died and they're here to get jake sully because he wants revenge so they start burning down all the forests and jake and his family are like shit we gotta move to this the water tribe because we gotta run away from these guys that are hunting me so they move to the water tribe the water tribe is very maori inspired um and they uh learn about the ways of water which is about like fight bonding with the whales and how to swim good and hold your breath Uh, and then the guys find them and then they come to a big attack um and then the some of the whales get killed it's really sad um and in the end jake becomes the uh part of the water tribe time okay pretty good yeah <laughs> yeah that's yeah. that's a lot it's, stuff it's a long over, movie look, there's so. a lot to fit in one yeah, minute for sure three hours we'll talk and about it six minutes i think yeah it's long yeah well team it's Here another we weird one <laughs> oh, I don't look. Where we've talked this about has the been plot, less weird than some. No, exactly. Now it's time to talk about the hot, the, hot. the blue hot. 
Blue butter. I feel like there is a clear, like, movie-given answer for blue butter, okay. and that is the daughter of the yeah. royal tribe chief. I was going to say, look, I struggle with my sexual attraction to the Navi, okay? <laughs> At first, you're like, huh. But this is like, this is like, she's... She's drawn no, this way exactly. to be hot. No, like, no, that's whole no. Character. That's what I mean. Today, to me, once I saw her, I was like, "Oh, this is a Lola, the Lola Bunny of the new generation." She is. Yeah. She's um, the, the Jessica Roger, Rabbit. Jessica Rabbit. The Roger Rabbit. Rabbit. <laughs> okay. 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 That's you, the other you, James yeah. take. Well, to me, I was like Gen X, Jessica Rabbit, Millennials, Lola Bunny, Gen Z, Tidea. I like that you remembered her name because I would not have been able to. No, I had to because when I logged it in Letterbox and I have a section called most val most visually I know, pleasing. absolutely ripped off a whole cloth from the mixed bag podcast. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyways, I was like, she's really hot, but she's probably like a teenager in story, but in whatever. In story, <laughs> but who knows? I know, yeah. but I struggle because like at first you're like, oh, they look so weird, and then you spend three hours with them and you're like. They'd be looking fine. <laughs> Some of them look really good by the end of the three hours. I'm like, I would move to Pandora. <laughs> nice. Um, but yeah, I, as well, that was my yeah. I mean, I brought this up. Yes, I I feel like I'm I might be similar, but I, I got a shout out to Stephen Lang's uh, Avatar. His I think face looked the his most face normal. Real good. Yeah, and um, that's a hot looking guy. I'm sorry, who's like, Stephen Lang? He's the, the baddie. The baddie. Oh, to me, I'm just like. I don't. Yeah. By the end, I'm like, I'm attracted to all the avatars. I don't know why. <laughs> yeah. Did this awaken something in me? Yeah. It's the, I don't know. The, well, it's not quite furry though, right? They're no, it's it's the thing. I'm only attracted to them while I'm watching the movie. Right. But after, I'm like, I'm never gonna look at any avatar things ever again. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I quite like because you get more shades of grey with the Stephen Lang's character, and it makes some interesting elements in the story and uh there were bits where he uh he was smiling and connecting with his boy uh or his not really boy but kind of boy because uh, he's a clone. His abandoned white dread son yes yeah. uh that uh i don't know there was he has a charming smile yeah so you're one for the delph eh? yeah yeah that <laughs> military life i'm like i gotta tell you one of the funniest jokes in it for me is all those military Navi wearing sunglasses and their tattoos. <laughs> and they're like, I'm still a human, really. The tattoos are unexplained. <laughs> Why do they have See, I didn't, even, I didn't even notice the tattoos. That was the very first thing I saw. <laughs> and it's like, like, he has a full-on eagle on his shoulder. Someone had to get in oh there Lord. with his avatar body and do that. And, and tr- for why? And truly the sunglasses, like... Do they need them because they have avatar eyes? Like they don't need the sunglasses. I'm like that, but I but I get that. Like just putting stuff on, like chewing gum, wearing your tank tops, whatever. Fine, but the the commitment of somebody (laughs) had to do the tattoos. (laughs) Imagine if you're in the team. Was it it on the tank? Maybe it was Was Moana after when he was off. She shows up as as the doctor. Was she doing the tattoos while he was while he was getting his? I don't know. The special effects person who was working on it, working on the tattoos, commend you for doing that job because. It's just yeah. like, truly, I gotta show it. <laughs> truly. Yeah. But maybe the most visually pleasing thing is the water itself. I mean, let's dive into effects. it. Yeah, so because special effects, of course. 
you know, beautiful, uh, good job. stunning, incredible. Especially the water stuff all the way through, but like, yeah, that second act, yeah, the long second act, beautiful. Honestly, my favorite act. I really like how they pair that with the uh, the faster uh, frame per second kind of thing as well. Like when you're underwater, everything flows more smoothly. Ugh, I so didn't good. notice this underwater fast frames per second effect, and so I think that's good because I noticed it yeah. other times and yeah. it sucked. Um, so the fact that I didn't notice it when it was yeah. happening in the water shows well, that it was good. I am converting <laughs> to the way of water because. That was beautiful. Yeah. The water was nice. I liked the glowing cre- creatures I, in the water. I, yeah, I love um, the cre- the water I creatures the, the were tacoons, so cool. The big whale guys. Mm, yeah. I love cool. the whales. Um, <laughs> Who does not love the Matt whales? Just put his hands on either side of his face like a meme. I like that they it had so one big eye and two little eyes. On yes. Their side. That was cool. yeah. And they uh, sing. and they had a star cave inside their mouth. Honestly, yeah. the oh, whales made me feel like a kid because I got so excited about the whales. <laughs> like, in a way that's so pure that when you're, like, a kid watching, like, Jurassic Park or something, yeah. and you're like, dinosaurs. <laughs> just, yeah. like, whales. Yeah, they're massive. They're so cool. Yeah. Very big. Um, mm. yeah. Payakan is my favorite, obviously. The rebel, the bad boy. The only one that we know. Yeah, so exactly. Yes, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, right. um, no, there's the one that got killed. Yeah, we don't know her, though. She never, it was like, sad, her name. Well, I she's almost, just, we I, just know she's a mom. I cried. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I guess to expand on that, I think the action sequences are really strong. Like, yes, yeah. my favorite part of the film was when James Cameron was like, I'm going to do Titanic. Again. Oh yeah, I know. It was and so, so good. he did a big sequence in which that... the Avatar family are stuck in a big boat, which is turning upside down and as mm. it capsizes, and it's slowly filling with water. And we've got some great Titanic-like sequences, like when all of the um, the cafeteria tables, which are all yeah. to the floor, are like to the side, yeah. and so they're swimming through. And I was like, "This is great. This is a great scene. I can like the the action of it. The action really was strong. really well directed and well like the story of it was really clear. Yeah, very emotional. I was very drawn to it because so." many action sequences these days we've talked about the marvel you know blah, universe things of color just like so, each other. they just blend together so generic mm. that you can't get invested in the action sequences i felt like again we're getting you know on in the banana territory i felt like some of the action sequences were too long for me like it's a long I felt, movie for because sure it's a really long movie but i did i do agree that i think the action sequences were like really legible in a way mm. that i feel like they often aren't in big blockbuster cinema yeah i think that um, are you talking about the final act like the, the i think final particularly act, the yeah. final act that the, 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 for boat, me, the boat the last story hour. for me that was Loves all that. just like well not just um, the boat but, stuff for me like from i feel it feels like the final chunk where like there's a confrontation with the boats before it starts sinking like where the talcoon is like taking people down and ripping off that guy's arm and stuff like uh where they were flying around with their bird creatures. It was good, but there was also a lot of like stuff up. I don't know. For me, it was child. Oh, now we've got another child captured. Oh, now we've saved that one. Oh, and this that was a bit repetitive. Like, this is getting me. a little bit repetitive for me. It was felt like it was I got, really I f- freeing I f- it out. I, f- I, I don't know. I feel um, like you've been waiting for like uh, like it's been amping up for so long that it's like such a good release. Mm. I don't mind like the oh we're gonna get over here and stuff like that. But so, I honestly like didn't. Like, I say that it was long, but it didn't feel quite three hours to me. Yeah. It felt like 2.30 in my head, sure. you know? Because it was, it did fly by for three hours. There are some movies where I'm like, it's two hours, and I'm like checking my watch all the time. But I think I mentally prepared myself for it to be long, so it was okay. This yeah. was long to me. Yeah. yeah. I, I felt it was three hours. I'm probably did, in the middle of between you fly two. By. Where I was like, this is, I'm enjoying this, this is long though. It is um, long. Yeah. Mm. One uh, final action sequence uh, that I really loved is under the water where the kids are hiding and they have those little fucking crab creatures. Oh, yeah. That, um, 
our friend Nikita was operating. I didn't realize it was Nikita mm. until you pointed out afterwards. Yep. And they're just I like, thought it was her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and they're so cool, those those creatures. Uh, the, they're not creatures, are they? Sorry, they're, mechanical. Um, they're like submarine characters. Yeah, things. submarine things. And uh, yeah, just hunting around through that. I was like, oh, God. She played so, one of the bad guys. Well, I mean, you know, it's yeah. representational and all. Yeah. Um, I love how you had to defend that. Statement. Yeah, it's like let's let Asians yeah. be baddies. Um, yeah, uh, it was real cool underneath that uh, that water. Um, I love the water tribe. <laughs> I don't know; they look really cool. I have many thoughts. I about know the water tribe. Same. If, that I will save for the banana section. I think I visually, they just worked for me. Like. Yeah, I, I guess I appreciated the difference between our... What are our group called? The well, Forest Tribe. I don't know the what they're tribe. called. I, I forgot what they're know. called. They've all got I Narvinas. Um, I, you know, one thing, again, the not, Navi- not jumping Metro, the gun, you know. but I hated that they didn't give it to Navi. I wish... I know people oh, would have hated yes, it because it would have, like, the entire yeah. film would have been in subtitles. Yeah. But I'm like, do it. Do the whole thing in subtitles. <laughs> like, just a bit, like, commit to the, the person that did all of this like work to create the Navi language, language for you. Yeah, for and you're sure. gonna do a little bit where they're like it was just like speaking English to me and then everything else is in English that whole time and that means the Navi have to say bro so much <laughs> which <is> really funny <laughs> well, I, they're, they're I, saying bro yeah bro, I like the transition Navi. exactly but in, I'm like I, oh, it's, oh. I like the transition into English though because I no. was like how are they gonna do that I thought it was clean I booed in I the thought cinema. it was clean I as well I booed in the cinema <laughs> look James Cameron is about efficiency and I know it felt so lowest common to nominated to me i was like really one of the only interesting things that you've done in your world building here is created this whole language and you're gonna abandon it mm. anyway. i also liked i liked the i like the child characters more than i thought i would yeah i actually cared about them i think i like also the first brother who what is his personality nothing yeah. his first, think... the first brother we knew was gonna die because i knew somebody was gonna die because they had four and i'm like four that's a, that's enough for expendable yeah. Yeah. Um, and you can't kill the little kid obviously you're not gonna kill the little kid yeah the and one then... that's technically sigourney weaver's daughter that's adopted oh my clearly God. she's got something going Can on i just have well, to say sigourney so... weaver's voice <laughs> was so distracting well, some to people me. have raved about this performance yeah same I, I, I don't mind her physicality not... she's playing a teen but the voice the voice this voice, is too much she's for me. So old to she's be so playing a teenager. She's it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Like at some point it didn't bother me, but After then a while, you, you get you used to it. it. But the yeah. beginning of it, you're like, oh, there's this <laughs> yeah. It is so um, distracting in the beginning. I I think yeah they give they give characteristics to the middle the the, the second boy and the girl and the mm. older girl they, they don't need to give characteristics to the little girl because she's a kid yeah and it, yeah it's the fact that they don't give any plot to the yeah. older boy is so glaringly obvious you know he's gonna die because yeah. he's yeah. just he's marked for doom from the fact that for we don't sure. care about him at all yeah if you had given him a little bit more like because he was he was serving his dad and stuff like that and a, a good son and stuff but that's not really it was just like i love you son i don't love you <laughs> yeah um like you could have given so much more to the relationship between the brothers in a way that would have been really interesting absolutely so that we yeah more about him yeah, yeah. especially you could have l- given him the romance as well like i thought I, he was getting the romance me too. back when i couldn't tell them apart that's the thing is you can't <laughs> tell them apart <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I, I think you 
You can. You can. Let the hair help me. But, but you have to it's... be like, does he have one hair or two? No. <laughs> Useful that one of them is gone now. You're like, yeah. No more confusion. Oh my god. And his name was, name was long as well. It was oh like god. three syllables. I don't know because like names. well the the main guy's name was Loak and then Tuk oh, and yeah. then Kiri. So they were like easy to remember. And then the the the, the, the oldest old son had, was like. <laughs> 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 And I was like, okay, we'll look it up. Noah. It's like long. Yeah, I thought um, they were saying Noah the whole time, and I was like, I thought he was saying Noah. Noah as well. Noah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I um, I enjoyed. I did not enjoy that they cut down Zoe Saldana's role. She had nothing to do. Because she, every time she was on screen, though, she was fucking fierce. I really enjoy her in this role. Yeah, I thought her scene where she is about to kill Spider, who's the dre- yeah. dreaded boy. Um, the dreaded spider. The dreaded boy. The dreaded spider. <laughs> Love it. Um, I'm trying to figure out who the kids are. Uh, oh, sorry, Carrie. Let's talk about Nate Teddy. Where I, um, I just her, like, she's like she's. I think all of her scenes are actually re- her presence as yeah. Nate Teddy. She like told the whole story every time, and I I hope in the upcoming movies it comes back to her story a little bit more because she's so compelling, especially compared to Jake Sully, who's like, I thought he was so what boring. the fuck? I thought he was better in this film. She, he is. But, but he's so... He more relaxed than the role. I also hated his character more in this because he <laughs> is the main cause of, like, a lot of the... Yeah. Of like, the if he hadn't fled, then nothing bad would have happened to the, to the water, water people. Like, this, exactly. It's, it's a direct result. I was so mad at the water people for not, like... Being mad at all towards Jake Sully. <laughs> yeah. At all. I was like, at least give me some friction between him and Cliff Curtis. You got Kate Winslet's character was like, I don't trust, we shouldn't do this. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I wish that could have been explored more as well. Yeah. Like, a lot of the time, people have to kind of bow to their husbands a lot of the time in these. Speaking things. of, I actually really like Kate Winslet. Well, I thought she was fierce. And her voice was interesting. I don't know why they got Kate Winslet to play this character. I think she just wanted to do it. I I feel like it's a big banana for me. Do you like, not like it? Like, I don't... I liked her story. I don't... Especially with the whale mom. I don't mind that character. I don't think she should be playing that role. Oh, um, yeah, with the voice? Yeah. Hell no. Yeah. Absolutely not. Well, yeah. it's just kind of... Yeah, it's a very big banana for me. It's probably the biggest. I've got a whole a whole thing I wanted. Oh, I, yeah. for the so for I the kid's name, yeah. it's uh, Nitiyam. Uh, yeah, it's and then too long. Loak and then Tuki Tiri. It's Tuk. <laughs> yeah, but they call it Tuk. Um, and and then the others yeah. are the other kids, I think, from the other tribe. So, yeah, who, yeah, we don't know. We don't know. Names. So we don't really some know other them. kids. Yeah. Um, things I liked. I liked the little trampoline houses that the oh, um, yeah, water the, tribe lived in. The production design Very of cool. the water tribe yeah. oh, world so cool. was so good. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> what is this world? Why is it not this beautiful all the time? Mm. Like, and when they burn it, it's awful. Like, mm. I, yeah, I mean, what were the people in the forest tribes living in? Any, I don't remember. <laughs> I feel like they were not as good. Um... They were, the they're up the in trees. the houses, like yeah. treehouse situations. Yeah, treehouse vibe. Um, um, yeah, and I enjoyed Edie Falco. Um, oh my god, yeah, that's right. I liked right. her neck I suit, think, that was neck fun. Suit was very cool, sipping coffee. Yeah. Um, and then like a weird torture and stuff like that. Yeah, it was, uh, she was interesting. And then um, the Australian guy uh, who... Yeah, with Jermaine. Yeah, with Jermaine, Um who I was like, oh, he's doing an American accent. Okay, cool. Um, Jermaine, uh, yeah. Yeah, they were a nice, they were a good pairing together, and I appreciated the amount of time that we took on 
on their kind of business and organization like it was kind of interesting that there's another substance like unobtainium that is yeah it's not appearing in this film no unobtainium, <laughs> I, you know for all our unobtainium stands out there yeah yeah, yeah. you've been replaced by amrita yeah the younger um costlier <laughs> younger model. model yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, oh, I those poor dynamic whales! And I love of, the I love the whales. So yeah, much. And how so good. complicit Jermaine Clement was in it. I yeah, I was like, oh, this is interesting. It was an interesting character for him. Yeah. Mm. Um, but yeah, <laughs> should we talk about? Oh, oh, sorry. One final thing is when the sun, the fail sun, or like the sun that um, is <laughs> the, in, main yeah. sun, the main sun, the main character. Main sun. When Jake Sully says like, "I see you," to him, I was like, oh, oh, that that's effective. Like the kind of the militant dad who realizes he needs to like loosen up mm. even though it's i wish there was more nativity it that final beat did really work on me where he was like oh i see you son i, I appreciate you it did it, i never cried in this film not i didn't get the tears but that was the closest that i got but i so, cried when the um when the whale the died, whale died yeah. well the, yeah the kate Winslet whale died just because it was so senseless <laughs> yeah i do think yeah the teens work a lot better than they could have like it could have been a disaster so i was prepared not to care for the teens yeah. i didn't care for the teens <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> but i didn't care for anybody in the film that's, so fair, that's okay yeah. right yeah. right like, um yeah should we talk about some bananas then like so yeah, my my big, go. Cass my has been big banana. The bit. yeah okay. we're an hour in let's this get is to it. avatar avatar 2 the entire universe of avatar yeah I think it's a f- totally fine idea to explore colonialism through the metaphor of future planet, you know, yeah. planet takeover, um, yeah. to sort of, you know, discuss Earth history in the context of this metaphor. Yeah. I think it's actually, um, well, I think that's really negative here, and I think that that actually undermines the good that could be done with that message Mm. is the need to take all of the aesthetics of earth native peoples. (laughs) Like it was so obvious as well. Like it's it's like, it's so uncreative. Like James Cameron, you've got this world of these blue cat people and you could do whatever you could do anything. Why are we taking indigenous American bow and arrow stuff? Why are we taking Tamoko and like Pukana and all these Mm. other things from like Maori, like cultural knowledge and including that in our water tribe? Like, that, that's just so boring to me and it's such an appropriative decision to wait to, like as if you think that's the only way that people are going to understand that all oh, this is coded as indigenous peoples yeah and the entire narrative makes that very clear it's like and it's such and it's thing because I'm, I'm like kate winslet shouldn't have to be there shouldn't be a problem with her playing this role because she's playing an alien woman for an alien planet exactly but... the problem is the aesthetics <laughs> that he's taken from polynesian people yeah to 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 create the navi wood tribe it's like so lazy in a really mm. annoying way to me because I'm like, you're a creative man. Like yeah. clearly you've thought of all of this world building. Like you've thought of some really interesting things. Why do you need to plunder from like existing cultural like mm. aesthetics and traditions and like all these things to, to sort of dress up your aliens when you could do something completely new and that would totally, anything really. literally anything, they're aliens. Yeah. And it's just so annoying to me and it's so boring that it's that these decisions are made and it, and it gives you more problems because mm. it means that you end up this, this, this debate of like is it appropriate for Kate Winslet to play this character when, when it it's shouldn't like, be hey. it shouldn't yeah. be an issue it should be totally fine yeah. like it shouldn't we shouldn't have to worry about 
what like ethnicity and race the, the, the humans playing these alien characters are mm. from. They're not white Navi. Because like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like Navi is, is, is a no, totally different yeah. thing. But because you've chosen to take all of these like cultural trappings, mm. <laughs> like taking all Very of these- Very recognizable. Like, recognizable yeah. things. Like why are we, yeah, like in terms of like, it's it's so very clear that the original Navi is inspired by like, indigenous Americans. And mm. it's so very clear that the Water Clan Navi are inspired by Polynesian cultures. Exactly. Mm. And it's like the fact that we all know that and we're all like, that's clearly where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. That then leads you to the problem of like, well then why have we got Kate Winslet playing this character? And, it's and like, doing the weird voice as well. And doing the weird voice, doing like an accent. Mm. Yeah. And it's like, why are we... And you've got Cliff Curtis there, and it's like a, Yeah, and an it's like, if you're like, okay, that's lending authenticity, then it's like, but the how is it... Because he's not Navi either. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. It's just like, and it, it's this really, it's such a it, it's such a lack of imagination. It's such a failure of imagination to me. And it really just grinds my gears. And I think just watching, yeah, this movie, that was one of the things that, yeah, I was trying like, how do I articulate what the thing is for me? And I think that's the thing. It's like, I think there's so much that you could say by by taking a completely culturally new story of colonization mm. and exploring that in this future sci-fi context. But because you're like, oh, I'm, but I'm going to like take all these things from existing actual real earth cultures and put them in the aliens, then it, it just opens all this baggage and this unnecessary stuff about whose right it is to tell stories and blah, blah, blah. That mm. like you could have avoided James. We could have we could have done this. <laughs> like, yeah. If you just just not done that, you could have done it better. And it's yeah, because like you've already got some cool alien stuff in terms of like, you know, the mount ride sort of animals that they ride with the hair stuff. Like that's, that's like so totally cool. new. Like we don't need to have bow and arrows that feel very like yeah. You can have American. any weapon. That yeah, you they want. could have a totally new weapon. We could have totally new. You know, it's yeah. like ah. Oh. So anyway, it totally grinds my gears. It's such an annoying decision that's fundamental to the avatar of the avatar universe and it's something that i, I personally can't get over with it because i'm just probably like, going to continue just... with this absolutely like it's a just gonna, tribe, gonna be like gonna oh be... which which cultures can i take from for the for the fire tribe instead of make your own shit up like <laughs> be creative for once yeah anyway it just it pisses me off that's one thing the other thing is that this was <laughs> uh just avatar one again like so many story beats were just Avatar one again, and that was the thing that was annoying me when I was watching it. You mean especially like the training and stuff like that? Yes. Yeah, so they've literally found a way that they can repeat the story beats of Jake Sully is having to learn how to be in a new culture. Yeah, but just in a way that he's now perfect Navi. Yeah. He's got all. He's mastered it. He's the flying whatever chief guy. Um, and then that now he and his family have to relearn all the waterways. Kalkun? So let's. Is that right? No, that's that's the whales. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he's got a name. Been. He's Taruk something. Taruk. Oh, Taruk Makto. Yes. Yeah. So because he was Taruk that. is the beast that you ride. And then he, anyway, now he's moved to the water tribe. And so let's do all the same beats again. Let's show like the water kids are laughing at them because they're not good at holding their breath. Ha ha. Like the the kids have to, um, you know, like they're, they're, they're laughing at their physiology because they're slightly different. They don't have yeah. a big tail. They've got five fingers because they're humans. Mm. Um, but then you have the same like, the boy is like somehow mastered the the, the, the main boy that we've been going somehow he's mastered mm. the water tribe stuff better than the real water tribe the he's the one water, that can yeah. that can connect with this talcoon when not even all of them have their own personal talcoons mm. and in um, particular um um Sigourney weaver's character as well yeah and oh, yeah. It, it, we have the same Sigourney stuff weaver where instead is the of avatar. the big instead of the big tree from the first one we literally have the same with an underwater tree we have the <laughs> yeah. same sequence but with the underwater tree <laughs> like we have the same because we're not learning navi this time instead we have to learn the special underwater sign language 
And so we have to go through the same language learning beats of like mm, yeah. learning this thing. And I'm just like, we just, we did, we did this. Like I spent so much <laughs> Avatar 2 being like, am I, maybe I'm the only one that's watched Avatar since 2009. <laughs> but I'm like, we did, we did this in the last movie. We did it, we're doing it again. And it ends with the literal same beat. Like the the point where I throw up my hands is the final moment where Jake is like, "No, I am Water Tribe, eyes open," which is literally the same beat of the end of the first Avatar, where it's, "I am Navi, eyes open." Yeah, it's like, and I'm like, "Are you gonna do this every frame? Is it gonna just show him like Probably. fucking collecting the? He's collecting them up. It's like Thanos with the Infinity Stones. Yeah. Literally collecting the Infinity Infinity Stones of different and cultural very sim- alliances. Very that similar he can to move Avatar: into. The Last Airbender. As it's well. just yeah. Oh, anyway, it's 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 so boring. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I was just yeah. It's that's why it felt so bloody long because I'm like I've seen Avatar, <laughs> I've seen it before. That's okay, a, those that's are both a, my rants. That's a rant to rival Mark Kamau, Those are both my rants. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to talk about Spider. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Spider. <laughs> wow. The, the film a, starts with, and I noticed somebody tweeted about this and it made me or? laugh, which was the film starts with um, Jake Sully saying, like, my wife didn't always trust Spider, and then it cuts to a shot of Natiri being like, I don't trust Spider. Yeah. <laughs> the way Natiri went really in some of the, on Spider Some then. of the writing in this film as yeah. well. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't discussed it. It's very arrested development. I, like, yeah, exactly. I never care for Spider. <laughs> yeah. I do love how fierce Natiri was against Spider. She did not give a fuck if he lived or died. Yeah, I feel like she, like, at the end, they have like, the group hug and they let him in. And I'm like, I think we've skipped a little beat here yeah. of... <laughs> I feel like it'll be a little awkward between the two of them. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's intentionally a problem later on. I feel like they're setting Could it be, up yeah. for a next film, I think. Yeah. But I'm yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there is some very clunky dialogue, like, feeling blue, um, you know, uh, throughout. Like, he's never been the greatest writer in the world. No. Um, no. No. Um, yeah, and I guess the boy himself, how did Spider read for you in terms of a performance? Like It was I was just was I don't know. I don't know. It was I, just I, weird that he was there. I didn't hate that plot line. Yeah. No, I, I didn't hate it either. Immorally I, I think again it was it was I, not an Avatar one. So I, did, I was quite I was happy about the it. Fact wa- it was it new. wasn't. But I was <laughs> a little bit annoyed that they did have the same villain as Avatar One, but make it Navi. Because yeah. I was expecting like different villain. But no, yeah. it's just I know no, I like Stephen Lang and I like back. his performance, yeah. but I was just like, Oh, it's just the same guy. Yeah, this guy it's the thing, it's back. like how can we do the same everything exactly the same? But add more. Like, make sure we cover all of the same beats as Avatar 1 and the second act of Avatar 2. Yeah. Everyone is employed in the Avatar universe. Like, Sigourney Weaver is back, but she's yeah. got a different body. Same voice, though. So how her body became pregnant? Is she yeah. pregnant with Io? Because, I think she's pregnant with Awa, isn't it? Like, oh, that's Awa, the thing, like, the tree. Yeah. That's the Because they were, like, they were, like, they were speculating about who the father was. They, like, thought maybe the assistant but guy But it's clearly was... not, like, an actual... No. She's clearly, like, a godchild. Yeah. Oh and yeah, so that's right. Yeah, and so she gave birth while she was dead. At some point, I her thought Avatar gave birth. Her human body is dead. Oh yeah. yeah. At some okay. point, I thought the father was um yeah Stephen Lang's character. Oh, right. <laughs> it didn't cotton on until the end. I was like... No, because I'm like she would have had to have had sex in the Avatar body for that to make <laughs> yeah. sense, yeah. and like that clearly didn't happen because yeah. yeah anyway, it's, like it's, a it's, it's gone. It's Mary gone. much. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, it's um. It is very much beat for beat. 
It's um, a very simple story, honestly. Yeah. And, you know, when you think of other franchises like Star Wars, like The Empire Strikes Back is to be fair, quite radically different. To I mean, be fair, yes, but also the Star Wars things. universe has also redone the same film yeah. in yeah. different films, but just that's just like generations apart, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, but I, I don't know if I can't, can think of a franchise that's quite this similar, I guess. Maybe? I mean, in terms of first first film second film i mean it like, feels like you're always going to be repeating to some extent you know the fast and furious i guess in the way of like stuff, james bonds but... of like oh here's that we hit the beats i think a lot of sequels probably yeah. kind of do the same beats but, yeah but yeah. they spice it up enough i think for this don't... one it just feels like it's it's story beats that i didn't love the first time having to do them again yeah, and, yeah. And it feels like they've do... tortured the story in such a way to make it make sense do people like this better than the original avatar because i think i do i think it's in a some film. ways i guess yeah i I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. Like, I enjoy parts of it, for sure. Maybe? Because I don't really care about Jake and Nativity in the first... I don't care about... Jake, definitely. I don't care about Jake. He is... I don't like his character. Yeah. Um, Nativity I do really like. And I wish the the universe was more centred on her as the main character. Mm. Mm. I think there's just so many characters in this. Yeah. That you do lose the thread of a lot of them. Yeah. Like... That's why I think I didn't feel a huge emotional attachment to anybody because it was just, even though it's a three-hour film, like when you're trying to have like a plot line for at least two of the main two of the children, a plot line for mm. like Spider. That's also sort of Nateri's plot line, I guess. A plot line for Jake. Oh God, yeah. A plot line for Stephen Lang. Mm. A plot line for like the family as a whole. Mm. Like yeah, so those all kind together. of yeah. Uh, it just becomes really hard to follow. Well, not hard to follow, I guess. I think it just means that you have to be really, like, not do a lot. You don't have time to do a lot with each of those Not a things. lot of depth as well. Not a lot of depth. Yeah. Um, and it means that sometimes you feel like plot lines get dropped for a bit until they come back. Like, Nateri, not liking Spider, <laughs> comes as, like, two See, hours I, later. You're like, oh, yeah, that's right. I didn't even pick <laughs> up that she didn't like Spider until the end. Like, when she was, like, doing stuff to... Well, they, because they, they literally just tell you that in the, yeah. in the beginning sequence. And they don't show it at all. <laughs> uh, it's where you've, like, written the end get, and then you go back that, to the start and you're like, like just oh, yeah, chuck that, that in there. But get that money, girl. I mean, she got top billing along with... Mm. Um, Sam Worthington, so she got her money's worth yeah. <laughs> for appearing so little. I'm just like, that is so much work for the actors to do to, you know, for those characters. Mm. Mm. Oh. It's, it's a strange phenomenon after watching it, where it feels so light. Like, you know? I don't know. Like, it's just... I don't know how I feel about the Avatar franchise, and I feel like a lot yeah, of people I have it. I kind of want to see like, how it goes. I'm kind of curious to see more. Yeah, like, similar to how I feel about Marvel, where That's I'm like, the thing. I don't know. Something about this film made me kind of want to watch the the next ones. I was not anticipating this film at all, mm. but now that I know that there's a fire tribe coming, I don't know why that speaks to like such a basic. Yeah, boy brain in my head that I'm just like, oh my god, they're fire this time. Yeah, I want to yeah. see that. Yeah, it's an unusual thing where it's like there is still a, a small amount of appeal. I think. Yeah, I don't uh, know. it's weird. I don't love it. Yeah. Um, is there anything else we want to say? I don't know. We. Uh... Well, we're gonna hear about Avatar a lot because it's probably gonna be like 
you know, competing for a lot of different awards. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's it's looking like it could even be a, a Best Picture nominee. It will be. Um, yeah, it will be yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think sure. it'll make the cut. Yeah. Um, which is a repeat of what happened with 2009, which um, <laughs> it won't be as good as Bigelow versus Cameron, though. That was amazing mm. with the, um, the, part, the ex-partners. Um, uh, but yes, I don't see. I could see some technical awards. Obviously. Oh, definitely. Um, it's got visual, I think it some technical yeah, awards. Yeah, visual yeah, yeah. effects probably. Um, but in terms of the and bigger production award, design, probably. Yeah, but I don't. I don't know if I can see it taking out anything like this picture or anything. No, like, that. like maybe cinematography. But what is cinematography in this film? Yeah, yeah. You know? I don't like, know if this is cinematography. Yeah, like, to be exactly. honest, because the like, first one wants cinematography. Like again, I'm like, is what is cinematography? Exactly. Yeah, it feels like very much like one of those tweets where exactly. somebody's like, "This is real cinematography," and they just show a number of like CGI generated Marvel backgrounds. Yeah, but we'll see how it was. Some people were saying it should be like. Entered as like an animated film or something sure. like that. I think that's there's a strong. I guess you know you because well you don't know how, how argue much, that, but a yeah. lot of it is live yeah. action as well. Yeah, they're know. capturing the the actions of the people and um, yeah. I mean, just they have also like people yeah, that are. I, I suppose they also don't want to. <laughs> they don't want to get away themselves by entering into yeah, the animated yeah, feature they would, category. They would feel yeah. That's a strong option for them. Yeah. Um. Any, any I just, other I don't know if I want to watch the future avatars. I just feel like. I don't think I got yeah. a huge amount of benefit from this. Yeah. Um, well, that's. I, I guess this is probably the last time we're covering Avatar then. I think Maybe. so. Yeah. I mean, I'll watch it for the pod. Like, I, we'll I'll see. do anything for the pod. We'll I got, see, I got but... one one other bottle. Um, okay. Which was not the um, the film itself, but more the film experience of the little boy next to me. Oh, yeah, that's what you yes. mentioned about the little boy. It was boy. like he did full arms up cheer when the guy's arm came off and you know oh i forgot about the arm off that was was a little boost of like something in me i was like oh my god it's a bit more gory yeah Yeah. Yeah. um yeah he was full-on cheering and it was nice to see him having a great time with his his mum or his relative like Mm. you know just really really i mean i think he got a little squirmy in the middle honestly me too that's Um, long yeah i what is it? Is it the? I don't know if I love the first chunk. I no, don't mind the second chunk. I don't mind. Yeah, I think the first the first chunk to me is the worst one. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like oh. the second one is long, but I was most visually mesmerized by the yeah, second and the one. The world building and stuff. Yeah, it's it's great seeing the and it had the most character stuff. Yeah, which I did like. And then the third act, I think, is really fun in terms of all that Titanic and that action stuff. Um, I also just kind of want Leo to come back now. <laughs> He'd never do it. Into Avatar? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> he wants, James Cameron wants Leo back as well. Oh, did he say that? Yeah. Because oh, I guess Kate's there. Yeah. Yeah, well, Cameron has also said this is the this is the playground that he wants to be working in. For, for the, the rest, rest of his career. career. Exactly. He's like, I can tell any story I want in Pandora. Who would Leo play? Like... Maybe. Fire chief. Yeah, fire chief. Like, I don't think he would be, but and like he angry. would be a boss, obviously. Yeah, he would play Awa, maybe. <laughs> oh wait, no, it was a woman. A new challenge for Leo. Um. Anyway. Yeah, I could see him be fire chief or something, but that's wild. Um, I don't think he will be, but you I know. don't no. think it's going to happen. Apparently, they shot the avatars. I yeah, they shot them all yeah. already. And also, remember Eddie yeah. Falco forgetting. That, that like, she, oh. thought, she thought it already she came out, out. Yeah. 
Okay, Edie, <laughs> your best performance. Apparently, apparently Leo is going to be in the next season of Squid Game as well, which I'm we'll like, see. I don't know if he will. Be. I don't shark. know if we need another se- series of Squid Game personally. Yeah. yeah. Um. All right. Well, it sounds like we might be wrapping up, so it's time to get to our bag or booth. Right, I'll jump in first because mine's obviously a biff. Yeah. Um, just because you know, I'm like, I don't want to keep everybody just breath abated. But yeah, no, I, I think there's definitely stuff that's good about this film. Like, I think obviously the special effects are beautiful. Like, they've done lots of work to make this visually spectacular. Mm. But I just, I'm so, I'm just not a visual person. So visual spectacle doesn't hold me very much sure. in the film. Like, right. it's just not something that... I would put in my top five list of things that I like about movies. And so because I'm not a visual spectacle person, like the original Avatar didn't do it for me. And then this doesn't really either, because when you're taking away the visual spectacle, you're kind of left with a lot of fairly generic story. And a very generic story. Yeah. Like, uh, and just a lot more of it, I guess, than the last film, including repetitions of the first film story. Um, and that's, yeah. And it, it, it's not, I think that interesting to me, not enough to hold me for three hours. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Uh, I'll go next. I think this franchise is... Like, James Cameron is very good at working at your emotions, even if it is stories that you don't think is going to be entertainment that you really enjoy. Avatar, I was dubious about. And then Avatar 2, I was dubious about. And both times, I did have a good time in the theatre. Did we... Biff, what did we do for the first Avatar? I think it probably got soft bagged as well. Like did we? Did we bag it? It might have remember. been the same, the same. I think it's the same. I can't remember. Yeah. We're going to have to listen to it. We're going to yeah. listen to it. There's yeah, a lot of soft, a cast, cast of yeah. staining soft bags. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I think that I had a really, like, it was a it was a long time at the movies. I wish movies would get shorter. I, oh, God, so please. tired of long movies. Who the fuck wants a long movie? Yeah, um... This this one felt maybe it was taking a little bit too much time on it. Like it, I don't think it fully justifies its full three hours, but I really did enjoy that kick into gear into action and that final. Like it felt like Helm's Deep or something like that. It felt like a build and then a release that um, was very earned. And um, even though I don't know, like <laughs> I'm, I was like, okay, Stephen Lang, you're back. I do. Do you think he's a very... Oh, he didn't die, eh? So he no. might be back. Oh, oh my yeah. god. I think he's a memorable... Oh, no, no, he's going to yeah. be back He's going to be back. Yeah, sure. he's a memorable villain. And you have the whole dynamic between Spider and him now. And I can see him laying the seeds for the mythos. Like, obviously, the the uh, epilepsy or, you know, God connection didn't come back, but is setting up the seeds for the next one. Um, there's enough here that I, I really had a, a fun time in the movies. Uh Despite my strong misgivings, um, I didn't. Cass summed it up so beautifully, but um, I have very strong misgivings around like how much it's borrowing from um, indigenous cultures, and uh, yeah, how that there's kind of you could have totally sidestepped that. Like there is no need. Like by the inclusion of Tamoko, like you think you're introducing it to another world, but you are you know othering it and and just inviting a whole bunch of uh problems into the film like you know there's gonna probably be little white kids like <laughs> dressing like that on halloween and that's not great um i don't know yeah it's just introduces a whole raft of problems but uh overall it's a bag for me um despite the stuff yeah it was definitely long i definitely fell asleep a couple of times in the theater <laughs> damn <laughs> 
I was tired. Not sleep sleep, but you know, eyes rest kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. Like you could still hear. Look, Matt's almost thirty. Like <laughs> sometimes so not. you have to rest your eyes. No, but when yeah. it is like really when you're really tired, sometimes there's nothing worse than going to the theater. Like I got so overwhelmed by gravity the first time I watched it, I fully slept through like half of it. So I had to see it again <laughs> in the movie theaters. Yeah. I was just like my eyes are working overtime. Yeah, yeah. Um yeah, so there's that. There's a lot of its problems. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I did enjoy it, like, to some extent. Like, now I am kind of, like, looking forward to Avatar 3 Firefest. I don't know. <laughs> that would be a great it's story. Avatar 3 The Way of Fire, I, like... <laughs> No, like, it can't be the. Way. No. It's gonna be, be the like F of fire, the, tr- uh, the tr- fight of fire, or some shit like that. The trial of fire. fire. Yeah, <laughs> fire festival. Wait, I just said that. <laughs> fire fury. Oh, uh, anyways, um, I don't know. I, 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 yeah, it's one of those things where I'm, I'm the fate of fire. Oh, uh, I think I it's called the. Of fire. I think it's called this. Something seed. I like the scripts got leaked, and the way of water was the name of the first one. I'm just gonna find it out. Go, go. Yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, you think? <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I'm very in the middle for this, but I think I'm just gonna go round by round. Where uh, round one, act one was a bit for me, and acts two and three actually are a bag. I think so. I think overall, I'm gonna give it a bag, soft one. But for some reason, I did come out of it feeling positive about the franchise and i would like to see the fire the fire tribe and i love the whales oh my god payakan i am a fanboy love i love that whale so it's rumored that the third one is called the seed bearer and um boo i love it i mean i'm look i'm basic in the way that i will stand alliteration for sequels (laughs) (laughs) but but to that degree i think you need to tweak it avatar just the, enough so people don't remember yeah avatar the seed bearer it's so gonzo and crazy that i'm like what? and it invites so many jokes <laughs> i don't know um yeah but we'll see yeah. um we, you know whether we like it or not and i think Matt and i are open to it and cases maybe not um we are gonna spend some time with avatar that's the thing i think honestly the time spent between avatars really helped this i don't know how excited i am gonna be watching it if it just comes out next year and like yeah and i hope it doesn't get if there's a lot of the beats of avatar again i also don't want Mm. it to be longer than avatar 2 and it could be do we think like jake or nateri probably jake are dying anytime soon i would kill jake i think jake i, I thought, thought jake, jake was, was gonna, gonna die, die this time. time yeah and i was like do it do it because yeah. he was under there he was he was getting groggy i was like just let him go it's okay yeah. the way of water is also see to he, fucking die. he let leo die but he yeah, cannot he couldn't let jake no he can't let his fave the only person giving this person work i can't even remember his name sam worthington's <laughs> only employer Honestly, james I'm, cameron i'm yeah. holding out for that door when i see that door in the water i'm like yes. <laughs> yeah oh go by the way of water jake yeah. or maybe he'll do the thumbs up as he's falling into molten flame like terminator 2 
No, his last line will be "I see you," and then he doesn't. I saw you. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that is Avatar: The Way of Water. Yeah, I'm sure you've seen that probably. Maybe because a billion you, people, a have, people seen, have seen a lot seen of people. This people one, so, yeah, it's like um, halfway towards its goal. It. it has to make two billion in order to break even. Wild. Wow. Yeah, uh, and this is the start of 2023. Yeah, let me know. Let us know. Oh my god, I'm taking over. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Let us know what you want to hear on the pod, and if you've if you've got a yeah a pitch, like just email us or hit us up. Tell us. Yeah. Yeah, because we uh we always love having guests on, and it's always a surprise and delight what you offer up. Because you know we have our plans, we got some some things in the work, but works rather, but uh, we always like the curveballs that you bring mm. um, so where can they find us you can find us at facebook instagram twitter tiktok 2023 tiktok no we're not we're not, we're not on that. tiktok don't, uh, don't look not yet <laughs> not yet um and you can also email us at mixbagcontact at gmail also now that i'm back on letterboxd actually reviewing stuff yeah follow up me on Letterboxd. Follow all of us on Letterboxd. Yeah, so what's everyone's... That's a good way of signing off in the future. I'm at Lulamorashi, L-U-L-A-M-O-R-A-S-H-I, on Letterboxd. I'm at James Kane 92 on Letterboxd. I I don't remember. (laughs) Matt's on there. You'll probably find Matt because he'll be one of the few people I'm following. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, just find us through our networks, yeah. Yes. Um, And for now, that's a wrap. You like those flicks? Come get your fix in a podcast called Mixed Bag.